Mr. Wilkinson, a very good morning to you. Good morning and thanks for having me. Thank you for taking the time. So last time we spoke, we talked about the possibility of a snap election. Now we've got one on our hands in B.C. What's your reaction, Mr. Wilkinson? Well, I think it's rather sad because John Horgan passed a law saying the election would be in October 2021. He signed an agreement with the Green Party saying it would be carrying on until the next uh, fixed election date. And he's broken the law and ripped up his own agreement. So it raises the issue whether you can trust him at all, because the only reason to have this election is for that the NDP can try to keep their jobs. Mm -hmm. Mr. Wilkinson, out of the 87 ridings in the province, how many have a confirmed Liberal candidate? I think yesterday we were at about 55, and we expect to have it completed within a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And do you think there's going to be some challenge with uh, with securing some candidates, because given how fast the election is going to happen now? Actually, it's surprising. We're getting people coming up and volunteering all over the province because they are so committed to what we're doing and they want to get rid of the NDP. So we're finding recruitment of candidates is no real problem at all. Mm -hmm. What do you think uh, is going to be your biggest challenge? Do you think name recognition could be an issue? And especially with the campaign, uh, with this pandemic election, you may not have an opportunity uh, to have rallies or go door to door or do a province wide tour. Well, everyone's learning how to do a pandemic campaign. It's a new thing, so it'll be very electronic. And interestingly, I've got back-to-back media interviews today, including this very welcome interview with you. So the message is getting out very quickly, and I will have to get to know a lot of British Columbians, and hopefully they will want to get to know me. Mm-hmm. Mr. Wilkinson, one of the issues, a hot-button issue that has been uh, a priority for a lot of voters in NBC, especially in the lower mainland area in the past, is housing affordability. What would your party do to address that concern? Well, we have a big problem now because the NDP said they're going to solve the problem, build 114,000 housing units. They've actually built 2,700, and they're all temporary. So nothing has been accomplished, and I think you've seen that housing prices are now once again at an all-time high in most of the lower mainland. Mm -hmm. So what can be done? We can reduce the charges that go into construction. We can get better property taxes uh, systems so that people don't pay so much to get things uh, built, and we can speed up approvals. These things need to be addressed, and they need to be addressed soon in a comprehensive way so that we can get more housing available for people so they have more choice. I think we all know that, for take my household, five people, mm-hmm. uh, they're all grown children now. So that household will turn from one household into four. And you see what happens is the, the kids move out and the parents stay in the big house. That's the, the pattern. Plus, people are living longer and longer. We all know of parents and grandparents living into their 80s and 90s. They all need a place to live. Mm-hmm. So the demand for housing is not going away as people form more household units as people live longer and 60,000 people arrive in British Columbia every year by immigration from other provinces or out of Canada. So this is a big issue and unfortunately it has been a total, total failure under the NDP. Do you think investment in transit could be one way to address the housing affordability issue because people want to stay closer into the area where it's easily accessible from their workplace? But if there were more transit options available, people would be gladly moving out to the Fraser Valley and beyond. You're correct. And it's where cities need to go. You just have to look at any city like ours that's approaching 3 million people. It needs to have sufficient public transportation so that people can live without a car if they choose to. 
we're getting there slowly, but we will be continuing support of transit. I'm, I'm a big fan of TransLink. I think it works well. It's well managed. Uh, we have a good bus system and we have a good rapid transit system. We need to support it. Mm-hmm. Mr. Wilkinson, Surrey is going to be a key battleground. We've seen that in election after election, especially in the 2017 election, how the, the balance of power tilted in the favor uh, of NDP because of the, the, the wins in Surrey. What would you like to say specifically to the voters here in BC's fastest growing city? Well, I was in Surrey on Friday and I'm now in Surrey again on Tuesday. And we will be talking about a lot of things that affect Surrey, starting with the fact that the Surrey NDP MLAs <clears throat> did not deliver transit. They did not deliver um, schools. They did not help the trucking industry. They did not deliver on the hospital. There is really nothing to show what the Surrey NDP MLAs said they would do. This is an embarrassment. And now we have entire sectors that are angry at them, farmers, uh, people in the banquet hall industry. They're just not providing answers to the people who are demanding them in Surrey. So we'll be coming forth in the next few days with a very strong collection of candidates. I'm meeting half a dozen of them right now. Mm-hmm. And we'll be uh, putting forward an exciting group of people to be successful in Surrey and to lead the way to build the future that Surrey de- deserves and that Surrey needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Wilkinson, what do you think is going to be your biggest challenge in the upcoming 32 days? Well, I think the challenge is figuring out this pandemic election system where we don't have large meetings, we can't have rallies, there are no gatherings of more than a few people. So for now, when I'm going off to meet the candidates, we'll all be standing meters apart with no audience. Mm-hmm. So the challenge that we're all seeing in the USA, in New Brunswick here, is making sure that we can connect with people when it's a purely electronic campaign. It's a new way of doing things, but we're all in it together and we'll get this sorted out. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the one message that you want people to remember as uh, you know the preparations are underway for this election? Uh, do you think uh, a lot of people who are a little taken aback by the fact that uh, the, the election has been called the snap election uh, one year in advance, do you think that sentiment is going to hold? Well, we'll see, because I think John Horgan has done a lot of damage to his reputation already. Can you trust a man who rips up a deal with the Green Party? Can you trust a man who breaks his own law? And it's all just for his own benefit. This isn't for British Columbians. You can forget about that. This is for the benefit of John Horgan and the NDP so they can keep their jobs. And what BC desperately needs is a plan to secure our province's future. We're in a deep economic crisis, threatening the livelihoods of far too many British Columbians. And now more than ever, we need strong, disciplined, competent leadership. And that's what I offer with the BC Liberal Party. Mr. Wilkinson, thank you so much for your time this morning. I know you've got a schedule full of of various things that you need to do today. Uh, But in the upcoming days, uh, we'll we'll speak to you again. Great. Thank you very much. I look forward to it. Thank you. Bye-bye.